0: Scripture lesson today, first, is from the Gospel of Luke, and this is a text uh, that retells the story of the institution of the Lord's Supper. So I invite you to hear these words from Luke 22. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined. But woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another which one of them could be who would do this. The second text is from 1 Corinthians, in which Paul talks about his own receiving of the story of the institution of the Lord's Supper. He writes in chapter 11, For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for the way in which your Holy Spirit has moved among us already in this day as we have come to worship we thank you for music and generosity we thank you for children we thank you for the simple act of sharing a sign of peace with one another and we thank you for your word we ask O oh god that even as it is proclaimed your spirit would continue to move among us and as we receive holy communion that we might be invited into a deeper love for you and a more committed service for you and your kingdom. For this we pray in the name of the Christ. Amen. Friends, uh, I am so happy to be with you. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be back here at Morningstar. It's been a couple of years. We had a little pandemic in the meantime. Um, but it's so good to be back with you. I love being at this church, and it, it just warms my heart to be with you. And I will say that when I heard from Stuart that it was Concert T-Shirt Sunday, I thought, finally, my whole life has come to this point. It has really been moving this way this whole time. And finally, we have arrived at the apex of my ministry, Concert T-Shirt Sunday. (sighs) Because I love music. And I've been to lots of shows. And I remember how important music can be in my life when you hear something and it changes who you are, right? And that happened to me in 1984. Now, up to that point, I will confess, I was a Van Halen fan. I mourned Eddie's death last fall, I will admit that, or this spring. But I was a Van Halen fan. But if, if you remember, the early 80s were kind of like a big show. It was all about the show. It was all about the show. And then in 1984, Van Halen released the album 1984, and the best guitar player on the planet played keyboards. Let me say that again. The best guitar player on the planet played keyboards. Boo! Boo. Exactly. Thank you, Stuart. And it wasn't even good keyboards. I listened to it, and I cried. I later, I I was not an early adopter for 1984, but about that same time, my brother, who was already in college, came home, and I was looking through his record collection, and I found this record that looked interesting to me. I pulled it out It's sort of this stylized sunset, a couple of dogs on the beach. I was like, what is this? And I couldn't even read the title of the band. It was something... Husker duh? What is this? Husker is what it is, which is Norwegian for do you remember. And there was actually a board game, which I actually own now. Thank you, Garage Sales, which is kind of a memory game, you know, where you have to find things. Husker And it has umlauts. Say that with me. Umlaut. Yes, and so the band said they liked the umlauts. But I was like, what is this? So I took it out, put it on my turntable. I sat it down, and this wall of sound came out. This was no, "Eh, eh, 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 eh." this was in your face. This was melting my eyeballs. This was making my ears hurt. And I loved every moment. And I knew I wouldn't ever go back from this moment. It changed the way I listened to music. The first song was maybe three minutes long, and that was long for this album. This Husker Du was sort of a post-punk band. There were only three words to the entire first song. New Day Rising. New Day Rising. There was no Top Jimmy Jumps. There was no Panama. There was just New Day Rising rising and as i said it was kind of hidden behind this wall of sound It was amazing now if you think about it that's not so far from the christian tradition of a breath prayer when you find a simple phrase like lord have mercy and you repeat it over and over this was like a punk band taking a breath prayer and putting a lot of feedback to it It it's amazing so what I'd like to do is share with you a little bit of this song. Now, the good news is you already know all the words. <laughs> New Day Rising. Now, I will tell you that at the first service, I actually got one of these. <laughs> and if you've ever seen the movie Spinal Tap, they, the band plays a show and there are these kids in the, in, the, in the stadium going... So it kind of felt like I was Nigel Tufnell. You know, so anyway... <laughs> I've really kind of toned it down for you too. I mean this but here's how it goes. New day rising, 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 new day rising. To their high. So, there you go. There you go. Now, <laughs> uh, seriously, I've been waiting since 1984 to do that. <laughs> so thanks for playing along. But that music and that New Day Rising, when Stuart told me about Concert T-Shirt Sunday, that was immediately what came to mind. New Day Rising. Isn't that what people of the Christian faith are? Every day is an experience of the resurrection in which we say, New Day Rising. We are not a people of the past. We are a people of the New Day Rising. Now, it's important to remember, isn't it? I mean, our scripture today from Luke and 1 Corinthians tells of this moment when the disciples and Jesus are gathered together and they're going to have one of the most important moments ever in their entire lives. Jesus is going to talk to them about what it means for him to die metaphorically through bread and cup. He's going to return the Passover into a different expression. He's going to invite them to celebrate it, even though one of them will fail him in the most desperate way. He's going to ask them to do this forever and ever and to remember it. But there's also this notion that in the act of remembering, it is an invitation to move forward, right? So think about our communion liturgy. There's a part of the communion liturgy when we talk about on the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread, he took the cup, he broke the bread, he passed the, the cup around, you know, he talked about forgiveness. We remember that. In the liturgy, it's called the memorial. Right after that in the liturgy, there's a piece that's called the epiclesis. It's a fancy word. It makes you think, oh, he went to seminary. He's the right reverend, as uh, Stuart said. But the epiclesis is the prayer of the Holy Spirit. Pour out your Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we might be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, one in ministry to all the world. That is the invitation to be transformed. Not only the bread and the cup, but ourselves as well. Be transformed so that we understand that every time we celebrate that meal, we have stepped across a line like hearing a piece of music for the first time that we'll never forget. Like the first time you see your child, the first time you fall in love, the first time you get fired. The first time you quit a job, (laughs) the first time you do everything, you always remember it. The first time you know that you are a child of God. So this invitation is to remember and to think about it and to know who we are, but then to look forward and say, what does God hold for me next? You all are in such a wonderful moment in time as a church. You're in that Methodist moment of pastoral transition. I'm so grateful uh, to have known uh, like five or six of the pastors of this church. The ups and downs, the smallness, the bigness, everything that's happened. I've been honored to know those folks and they've striven to be your pastor and you have striven to be a congregation of faith. Ross and I met when he was coming through the Board of Ordained Ministry and I was on his interview team and I was mean to him. And he still still reminds me of that. Amy is an excitingly creative young person and she's going to be a real gift to your congregation. There's a part of this husker doing, this do you remember that you need to help her with. You need to help her remember stories that she does not know. Remember times when she's never experienced. You need to let her know who you are as a congregation, where you've been, the journey you've walked. She also needs to invite you into that next step, that place where we don't know where God's going to take us for sure. That moment where we cross that threshold, and only in looking back we know, remember when. Remember when. This is an exciting moment for you to be a different people. And that's scary. It was hard for me to leave Van Halen behind. But it was good. It was a good thing. It's good for you too. What you have the opportunity to do as a congregation in this city, in your mission field, no one else has the opportunity to do. You get to do that. It's a new day rising, isn't it? It's a new day rising. I'm excited to hear what's going to happen next for you. I'm encouraged by the sit-down that we had today with with Jason. That was a fun video to watch. I hope you got to see that. Because he's an interesting guy too. You have the possibility to make all things new. I hope you feel encouraged by that. I hope you really feel that this is that moment for a new day rising. When Jesus sat with his disciples at that table and he invited them to remember, they recalled can you imagine the stories they recalled? The healing, the feeding, the miracles. I like to think that they also remembered, maybe in their own mind and their heart, I remember a time when Jesus was just walking and whistling. I remember when Jesus was just talking about the goodness of God. Maybe a story we don't have written down, but one that shaped us. I hope you'll do the same for yourself. Remember when Ross did that, when Travis did that, when John did that, when Stuart did that. And then Amy will say, what do you think God's asking us to do now? And you'll say, I don't know, but I'll sure pray about it. Thanks be to God that you're in this moment of stepping over that line that's going to change everything. New day rising. Amen.